Hello, hello, and welcome to Get Off My Back, Karen. Love Karen. Basically a show from my perspective as sometimes coming off as a Karen or Karen if you live in South Africa. So I wanted this show to be different to the other shows that I've had. I wanted it to be basically how I complain on the internet. It becomes a bit much. So I needed an outlet where I could complain, but also give you unwanted advice. So I'm going to be kind of like your psychologist friend who gives you advice that you might not have wanted, but now you actually, like, really, you're thankful for them. Um, Today's episode is called Relationships. Now, recently I got into a little bit of a tiff with someone because a bit of the past was dug up. But before we get into that, I'm going to basically talk about this meme that I saw yesterday, and I posted it now on my story. It is a Bojack Horseman meme. I think it's in the show. It could just be meme form, though. So they are smoking a cigarette, and he goes, you know what the problem is with everybody? They all just want to hear what they already believe, and I really do think that pertains to relationships, too. You know, sometimes we just want something that we have this preconceived idea of you know like we see movies we see all these things and we think that's what we want in a relationship we see other people have it and that's what we want and I don't think that's how it really works you know because even if you're a girl you're a boy whatever you identify as right we're brainwashed to believe we need or want a specific thing whether it's in a relationship or sexually or etc and I think that's damaging to one's self. So, for instance, girls, whether it's in a newspaper, a news article online, or movies. Take High School Musical, for example. When you watch High School Musical, what do you see? As a kid, you're like, oh my god, Troy Gabriella, they're the cutest thing ever. And if you're gay, you're really into Troy and Sharpe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but the thing is with the Troy and Gabriella thing, if you watch it as a, in a logical way you understand that that relationship was toxic as fuck. You look at it and you go, Gabriella, not on her own, Troy did add some toxicness to it, obviously, but Gabriella was the most toxic person ever. Sharpay might have been a bully and might have been mean, but she's the one who set up all those opportunities for him, Troy, to succeed. And he didn't take them because he chose, inverted commas, love. Whether that worked out or not, we don't know in the long run. But to fight up, like, to fight and break up every five minutes. I know it's a movie, but to fight and break up every five minutes, is, it's toxic. So I, I find myself in my life right now in a place where it's just like, I used to complain about being single and about everyone being in a relationship. But then I realized that I'm actually a lot happier being alone. Because I used to stay in Morningside and then... Obviously, being in school in Morningside, I grew up around people who consistently dated continuously. Like, do you know those people that don't ever, like, be alone? Like, they're always in a relationship? I find those people to be just a little bit psycho. <laughs> and that's in just in my opinion. Like, everyone around me was in these continuous relationships and I didn't have one. And I think it also has to do with the being gay situation because it is, like... And I don't know if this is the correct step, but like twice as hard for us to find someone. You know, our little pond's a little bit smaller. So then I moved to Glenwood and that was the 
a, a really big eye-opener for me because a lot went down romantically and physically and I I don't think I think it helped me in the long run in terms of romance in terms of finding out who I was and what I wanted and it definitely wasn't in Glenwood and it definitely wasn't with the people who I had at the time friendship wise relationship wise because relationship doesn't automatically mean romance it could mean friendships and everything you know it is basically a time in your life like if you really want to settle down with someone settle down with someone that's what I do you know I date someone not necessarily to marry them because I feel like that is outdated but if you want to go along the lines of saying marry um date to marry then that's a good concept to go by in my opinion don't date someone because you just want to date someone don't date someone because they're good in bed don't date someone just because they make you feel good in that moment because then you don't actually want them you just want the company you want the security around you whether it's financial security whether it's emotional security whether it's whatever you're trying to substitute something else that you don't have you're trying to subsidize you know so i think it's a dangerous game that we all play um not that i dip my toes into that pond very often but i find relationships to be a tad scary you know it's i don't know if it's especially in a in the gay dating world but I find it that I don't want to come home to have, for having found someone cheat or having issues all the time because, one, I love my bed. I love sleeping on both sides, even though now that I moved to this new place, it's a single bed. I love sleeping and I love sprawling out, whether it's alone or with the cats, you know. <laughs> I love cooking my single meal, even though, and I'll tell you why just now, that's a bit of a downer. I like cooking my single meal and I like going to bed and I like writing whenever I want to. I like listening to music whenever I want to. And if you're in a relationship, yes, you should be able to listen to music and everything whenever you want. But sometimes you have to take into consideration that if they're sleeping, you can't necessarily break dance in the middle of your room and listen to loud music, you know? So it plays off of everything like that. And I think you have to be like very much available mentally to get into something emotionally and physically with someone else you have to be ready in the inside and people think they're ready and they think this is a person that's why they keep on going through these relationships of these people who and this is in my opinion these people who fulfill some part of their heart but they don't actually take up much space it's just kind of like a part of their journey which is fine it, it works for you it works for you it's not going to work for me or some other people maybe I just, I don't know what it is with people, but they serial date or they just want something to fulfill their problems. Like, I always joke all the time about, like, having daddy issues and having, and liking people and liking maybe straight guys or liking a specific type of man with, like, my type is usually older, like, a lot older, 30s, 40s, 50s, 100, whatever. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's different to other people and it's very hard to find that, especially in Durban where I live, um, it's a bit harder to find those specific people. The people that do come my way always are a specific type. Now, I do take credit for those people coming to me, it's not just them. You know, I don't like to only blame, shift blame and put it on them, but it's usually the bisexual people, or should I say straight people in inverted commas, and then they just, in my experiences, I'm sure other people have had good experiences, they kind of just fuck me up in the brain just a little bit. So it's hard for me to really 
gospel concept of what love is because I've only ever been in like one relationship and his name was CJ. So other people, I don't know what you are, I don't know you. <laughs> you know, I've never been in a like that kind of like relationship that everyone has. So giving this advice is kind of really stupid of me, but I think I can give a logical point of view from what I've seen from other relationships via psychologists' kind of logical concept brain, you know? So I've been in that one relationship. Was it good? No. The entire time he spoke about his ex, he even told me to have sex with him like his ex. Like, he literally was, like, the one that when we got back from a Harry Potter event, he was like, okay, fuck me, like, my ex. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. But then you think about it in the long run when everything goes to shit, you're like, why did I do that? Why did I feed into that? Because you're trying to please the person. You do those kind of things. You do those things. And then you break up and then you go, oh, this person's a bit weird or this person isn't right for me and why did we do this? So he ended up moving to China to teach. I was going to go, but at the time I didn't think China would be a very good place for me considering the government. Um, but also... Then a pandemic broke out, and I was like, this is karma <laughs> for him. So I just, I don't think I've ever been ready for a relationship. Would I be open to one now? 100%. But that hasn't come along, and I'm not really sad about it anymore. I'm just going to be me. I'm going to drink my wine. I'm going to sit and I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I love sleeping. And the one thing that keeps on coming up continuously... Um, and it doesn't help that I make jokes about it, is people assuming gay people love straight guys and will do anything. It's like baiting. It's gay baiting. It's it's wrong. It's perpetuating gay stereotypes or LGBT stereotypes. I had it the other day. Now, for context, this girl messaged me in the morning after I went out with my friends. And I hung out with someone I don't know, but now I do know and I think is a really nice person. They then proceeded to message me, this girl proceeded to message me, saying, what did I do to him? Oh no, is he okay? And for context, her, one of her best friends is dating the guy that I hooked up with slash saw years ago when I was like the 10th grade. Okay, has it been something that has happened recently? No. Has it been something in the past besides the 10th grade? Yes, 100%. But... Whoever is feeding this friend information, whether it's him, whether it's the friend, which is the girlfriend, it's just, it's weird because it's wrong. Because people are taking it out of context and assuming because you're gay, you want to like just ruin a relationship, ruin whatever. You know, like one, he should take responsibility and just be truthful to himself, which he will do probably on his own time. But we all saw this happen to James Charles. We saw it happen. We've seen it happen so many times and people just aren't apologetic about it. They're just like, "Mm, whatever, I say what I said, is it wrong? Okay, cool. And then we move on because we don't want drama. But I found it really hurtful because obviously this person has more context than everybody else. And then she tried to double down on this information by saying, no, 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 I meant it like in a way that was like you were hungover and like like you guys were drinking and I'm like first of all I don't get hungover I don't I've been hungover like once in my entire life I don't really mix alcohol nowhere in my story was I hungover I ate a whole bunch of roti maybe that's hungover to you 
but considering the amount of context I know that you have and the fact that you sit on my Instagram story every single day and stalk me, and even the girlfriend stalks me on WhatsApp, like, every time I send something to him, she views my, my WhatsApp story. You know, every time there's something, they just pop up and they stalk and they watch. Like, I've tried to have conversations and they ignore, but as soon as there's something that is pertaining to him or me, stalk, stalk, stalk. And I know I seem paranoid, but it's just, it's only to the point where it's continuous with, with gay people or straight people attacking us for ruining the relationships, when in reality, can you not attack the other woman? Can you rather just say, hey, maybe I'm not meant to be in this relationship with this person? If they were more open with me, maybe it could work, whether it is a polyamorous relationship or whether he just does that on the side or whether you don't want to be with him in general. You know, it's this continuous fight for us. So now that we no longer have them, we no longer have anyone else. So it's a very small pool. Relationships can be very, very dangerous. <laughs> and I'm a little bit scared, I'm not going to lie. I should listen to my own advice and be okay with everything and be not upset by someone's words, especially the industries, industries that I work in. Like, people are going to come at you left, right and centre. And I, I, I tend to overreact. And this is basically why I'm doing this show. Because I know that I can vent to you guys and I can be a Karen or Karen about it and, you know, it, everything happens. Um, and then one of the last things I want to speak to you about is emotional cheating. Um, people often cheat without cheating, even though it is technically cheating. Like, whether you are sending a photo, whether you're flirting in text, whether you're sending a funny emoji, a funny gif, essentially, you are cheating. You may not see it as cheating. You know how your girlfriend or boyfriend may not see it as cheating. But it is. And it's something that happens to me all the time. And then let's say a straight guy will send a whole bunch of like funny or cute stuff. Or even pictures even. But then we get blamed for it. You know? So it's a little bit... It's a weird concept. So on to emotional cheating. 